Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. They've outgrown a certain topic or they're not lit up by that topic anymore. And I want to make sure your listeners hear me that you have permission to change the direction you're going. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. If we were to play word association for 2020, I'd bet the very last word that comes to mind for you is certainty. Everything feels month to month, day to day, even minute by minute. Many of us are watching our peers navigate big changes as we ourselves pivot and adapt. Whether it's personally or professionally, we're making decisions that we could have never predicted would be on our plates at the start of this year. Maybe you're faced with a professional decision right now. If you're one of the millions of Americans out of work, or you're a small business owner whose livelihood is at stake during a time of uncertainty, let me tell you this, you are not alone. And the purpose you might have lost sight of could be sitting on the other side of your next big pivot. Pivoting is the theme of 2020 and the theme of this conversation with my friend and mentor, Amy Porterfield. You know, she was one of the voices I was listening to when I pivoted into the online course world years ago, and I am so excited to have her on the show once again to talk about the meaningful and even profitable pivots she's seen during this season. If you walk away from this episode with only one thing, let it be your permission to pivot. These stories will paint what's possible. Here she is once again, my friend, my mentor, and an incredible leader, Amy Porterfield. Thanks to Fiverr for supporting Gold Digger. It's so easy to find freelance talent for your business or product. Do not waste any more time. Get 10% off in the service you deserve by going to FIVERR.com and using the code Gold Digger. Now more than ever is the best time to start your email list. 
Are you up for a challenge? I built out a free mini course to take your list from zero to 250 subscribers, templates and tech all included. Sign up at listbuildchallenge.com. That's listbuildchallenge.com. Oh, Amy, I am so excited to have you back on the podcast. I feel like you are the Gold Digger podcast best friend. So welcome (laughs) to the show. Well, thanks for having me. I, I love coming back. This is so fun. It is so fun. And it's such a good chance for us to catch up. And I was dying laughing the other day when I text you that screenshot of the email that I sent you. Jenna, from it was eons ago. so good. And I love that you actually sent that out to your audience. It was like, I wanted them to see behind the scenes like that. Yes. You know, and it's so funny because actually my team yesterday messaged me and they're like, Jenna, so you sent out this email to everyone revealing your fangirlness to Amy Porterfield, but you also asked Amy who she recommended and how she recommended you learn. And everyone was replying to that email saying, well, what did Amy say? And I said, (laughs) Tell them that they're just going to have to listen to this episode of the Gold Digger podcast to hear what ended up transpiring. So to give people the quick version, Amy was the first podcast I ever listened to. In fact, Amy, at the time, I didn't even know that there was an app on your phone to listen to podcasts. So every (laughs) single week I would go to your blog and I'd hit play on your blog. And that was the only way that I knew how to tune in. Isn't that hilarious? It's so funny. I love that. (laughs) But I became a student in both of your programs. And I remember if we had vision boards, which I've never been a big vision board person, but if I had one, I would have written across it a million times. I want to be Amy Porterfield's success story. Like that was at the core of my heart. I was just so, such an admirer of you and your work, and that has only continued. And so today, what we're going to be talking about is powerful pivots of 2020. And I think I've joked that if 2020 had a word, it would be pivot. And so I think this discussion is just coming at such a powerful time because we're all getting a little tired from this year, right? Right. (laughs) I'm ready for 2021. Bring it on. Yes, yes. But we still have got some time to make some awesome moves, which I'm so excited about. Okay. So let's just kind of dive on in because I want to hear, you know, I've been listening to your show religiously through this year because I feel like you have been this permission grantor for people to show up, to make bold moves, to make decisions, to still sell in this climate that feels very tricky. And so let's just kind of talk first about your journey through your Digital Course Academy, which is opening you yourself have been someone that has led thousands of people through things. What has it felt like being a leader through this season? You know, I have never been asked this question, so I'm glad we're talking about this. When the pandemic hit, I was confused. Like, what is going on? What is this? And how serious do I need to take this? And then quickly, I realized, wait a second, my students, my audience, they are nervous. They are confused. They are looking to me to figure out what do I do? And the number one question that came up is, am I allowed to sell during this time? Like, what the heck do I do? And for some reason, and this is probably the leadership in me, I felt called to be a voice during this time. 
and I wanted to show what I was teaching. So what it meant for me is I literally rose to the occasion and I said, okay, here's what I think we all should do. We should continue to sell. We should continue to look at our offers and see how we need to pivot in order to show up for the people that we're serving right now. And we should not be quiet. We should not back down. We should not ignore what's going on. And so I had to be an example of that. So I literally launched a membership during that literally the week that everybody was sent home during the very beginning of the pandemic. And so I navigated my way through that. It was awkward. It was very scary, but it was so important to show what I wanted my students to do. And then from there, I started showing up and talking about how to pivot, how to show up for your audience and how to be a beacon during a time where people were very, very scared. And it literally made me a better leader because I was leading during uncertain times. I had never done that before. So I'm really glad that I felt called to that because I think it's made me better. Yeah. You know, some things never change, Amy. I was listening to your podcast in the shower (laughs) (laughs) and I was listening when you were talking about like, guys, like not selling is not an option. Not an option. Um, And I think that you had a lot of foresight to understand like this isn't as temporary as we're making it out to be. And this is something that we've got to adjust to. And one of the most beautiful things and the ways that you showed up was like, you're like, you can still launch. You just need to be very cognizant of the language and the way that you're showing up and the way that you're selling. And I just thought it was beautiful because it's like, you can keep on with your plan. Let's just pivot it slightly to make sure that it fits the climate that we're all in. And I was like, uh, amen. (laughs) Amen. Exactly. (laughs) So what big pivots have you personally made in your career? Because your career is over a decade that have just felt like you were jumping into uncertainty. I feel like we all have these pivotal moments where we're like, what am I doing? Is this the best thing or the worst thing I've ever done? Do you have anything that stands out for you? Yes. Okay. So I love that you asked the question like over the span of my career, because one of the first big pivots I made was moving from one topic to another. And I think this is important to talk about because a lot of people will start to get into their business, growing an online business, and they'll get to a point that they realized they've outgrown a certain topic or they're not lit up by that topic anymore. And I want to make sure your listeners hear me that you have permission to change the direction you're going. But let me back up a little bit. When I left Tony Robbins, I started out with social media. I would do social media for small businesses. And that led me into getting really good at Facebook marketing. So my first successful digital course was a Facebook marketing 101 type program. And that is really what put me on the map in terms of being a Facebook marketing go-to person. And so from there, my students said, you know what we really want is a Facebook advertising program. So that was the next program I created. And then my students said, well, what we're really looking for is a Facebook marketing all in one total solution strategy type of program. And that was the third program I created successfully. I had a few failed starts in the beginning, but those are my first three really successful courses. So at that point, I was known as a Facebook marketing expert. After a while, I did this for a while and I realized I don't want to teach Facebook marketing anymore. It didn't light me up. I had so much more to offer. And because I had gotten so good at creating digital courses and launching them online, 
that's what I wanted to teach people how to do. So I made this pivot about three years, three to four years into my business, I'd say. I gradually moved over to teaching people how to grow their email list and from there, how to create a digital course from scratch. And this was scary for me because I was known for something. I'd created an audience for something. But what's important is that you will not survive in your business wanting to get up every morning excited about what you're doing if you don't love to teach what you know. And so I knew a few different things now. I had grown and I had to make that pivot. And I did it gradually. So it wasn't a huge shakeup of the business, but I'm so glad I made that pivot. Yeah, I love that. And I, I mean, I've done similar things. I taught photographers. That was my first big course. And we retired that program because I'm no longer shooting like I used to. I no longer am a part of that industry in a way that would allow me to be that expert. And I think that there is that fear where you're like, this is what I'm known for. This is what people have come to me for. But what a beautiful example that like humans, we're multifaceted and we're multi-passionate and we can connect with people on so many different things. And I just, I love that. I love that so much. That Yeah, that gave me a lot of confidence to know, look, I do have a lot of skills, a lot of knowledge, a lot of know-how, and I am able to make that pivot if necessary. But let yeah. me give you one more that was a little bit more recent. In the middle of my career of these 11 years, I got into a partnership. I brought a partner into the business. He was more like a silent partner behind the scenes and he was brilliant. He put together funnels and strategies and we really took the business to a multi-million dollar place together, working together as partners in the business I had created. And then after a few years, We got to the point that we realized the partnership had run its course and I wanted to move on solo again. And it was a really rough time trying to figure out how to get out of a business partnership. I often say it felt like a business divorce. My Mm -hmm. heart was broken. I think he probably would feel the same way. We weren't on the same page at times because, of course, we wanted different things. And it was difficult to say the least. And there were days that I thought, holy cow, what if we can't come to an agreement and I literally have to start over from scratch? The business I had created and then we had partnered together might have to be dissolved because we can't come to an agreement. What if I have to start over from scratch? I spent about a day in deep depression thinking of losing something I had felt so like I had birthed from the beginning. But then after that, and this is a very true story, I realized, wait a second, I have sold digital courses online. I know how to make money online. If you take everything away from me that I had created, I literally can start from scratch because I know now how to make money online. And I think that's where my really huge confidence came in creating digital courses and teaching other people how to do it because I realized it had given me the solid foundation I needed that no one can ever take that away from me. And I wanted that for my students as well. So actually realizing I will be willing to start from scratch if I need to literally changed everything for me. Now, the great news is we came to an agreement. We ended the partnership. I kept the business. But at one point, I didn't think that was going to be true. And so now I know what I offer my students is security, a foundation, and this opportunity to always know how to make money online. 
I remember us voice texting and you were like, I think you sent me a text and you go, so if you were going to start your business over today, how would you plan to grow your email list? Exactly. And I was we, like, were, we were so. going back and forth for a while. like, And it was like, you know what? We got this. And I think too, the second piece that's so important what you just said, and I feel like this is a theme that a lot of women specifically need to hear, but men as well. And something that I think 2020 has taught us is that we need to trust ourselves that we know. And that like, if we look back, we have always been smart enough to change and evolve and grow. And I feel like so many of the discussions I've been having with women entrepreneurs that I'm either coaching or just being a mentor for, I'm like, you do not need to worry. You have made it this far. You will continue on. You are so smart. You need to trust in those abilities. And I love that you shared that because I think that for so many of us, if we find success, we worry so deeply that it's fleeting. Yes. And we forget like, no, I learned this once and I have used it and refined it and tweaked it over and over and over again. And I've gotten myself results. And even if you're at the starting line, look at your life. Like there have never been mistakes. There have been things that have maybe caused you to change course, but it's just like, I think 2020 has reminded us to almost like go inward and say, look at, I've already come this far. I can only go further. I 1 million percent agree with that. I love that you pulled that theme out of that about trusting yourself. That's something that I have to remind myself on the daily. So, so good. Yes. I want to know because you have led, I mean, thousands of students, but have you seen any like cool things that your students are doing during this year, like in the theme of pivoting? Yes. Okay. Let's get into a little story time because this is my favorite when I get to I've got my coffee. (laughs) Yes. Right. Grab your coffee because this is the time I get to highlight some of the students and what they've done. So when we're talking about pivots, one of the pivots I've seen a lot for my students is this ability to move from one area of expertise into another because of pure necessity. So one of my students, her name is Kirsty. She had a brick and mortar business. It was for organic organic skincare. So people would come into her spa, she would take care of them, pamper them and do amazing things with her organic skincare. But at the time of COVID, it closed down and she literally had to furlough her entire staff. And so here's something that's so valuable to hear. She realized that she had an audience, she had customers, and she wanted to figure out how can I serve them in a different way? So what she did is she created a program called the Seven Chakras Journey or the Journey Through Seven Chakras. And she knew that her ideal audience that came into her spa, they would find this incredibly valuable. So she put together a digital course and she was at home and couldn't go into her spa anymore, created this course and generated $10,000 quickly. And I think what's so valuable about this is she knew that she had other skill sets, transferable skills that she could use in different ways. And anyone listening right now, I want to remind you that just because you're an expert in one area doesn't mean that you don't know other things, other skills, other knowledge that your audience wants to know. So making $10,000 with a digital course for her spa audience is one way to pivot. And so now the sky's the limit. She's like, now I know that I've got other courses in me and I can teach this. 
Wow. I think that's so powerful. And I think too, for someone that has had to show up and trade time for money and not even with certainty in that aspect, like going into the shop and just praying customers do come in and spend money to have that proof of concept has got to feel just life-changing. Right? Exactly. That was one of my favorite stories. Another one, this one is so good. So one of my students, her name is Karina. She's a farmer, which is rare. I don't have a lot of farmers as my audience, but Karina decided she was a farmer that wanted to find new ways to generate revenue. So she decided to put together a vegetable subscription box for her customers locally. So the customers would come to her every week. They would get the subscription box full of gorgeous vegetables, take them home, cook with them and all of that. And this was something that she's done really well with. She came to me initially because she wanted to know how to market the subscription box online. So that's how the two of us got connected. But then... And and she generated really good money with her subscription box. But here's what happened. When COVID hit, she realized when all the restaurants closed, all the farmer markets closed, her peers, the other farmers were struggling like dramatically. They didn't have subscription boxes. They didn't know how to make money. And she saw them really hurting. And so she said, you know, I wanted to teach what I'm already doing in my own business to the other farmers. And she even said, listen, I didn't know how I felt about selling to a group of people who were already struggling financially, but I knew I could help them. I knew that this process I had developed as selling high price point subscription boxes direct to local customers could save their farms. So I know I could make an enormous difference for them. So I went for it. So she put together a digital course on how to create these vegetable subscription boxes. And she generated $13,600. She sold 51 units right out of the gate during COVID. She sold to an audience that wasn't making money, but they saw the opportunity to grow their business in different ways. And so I think this takes a lot of courage to take what you've done and then teach it to other people. But this is a perfect example of how a digital course is born. So good. Wow. So so that's one of my, another one of my favorites, but I'm going to tell you one more. And a lot of people can, I think, relate to this one. So Anne Marie is a student of mine who generated $38,000 in just hours. She literally sold out her digital course because she wanted to put a cap on it. So let me back up a little bit. Anne Marie is a military wife. And so she needed a career where she could travel and still serve people. And the people that she served were introverted, non-native speakers learning to communicate confidently in English. And so she was a teacher, English as a second language teacher. And because she was a military wife, she did one-on-one coaching. So she would train and coach people one-on-one, but she did it online. So she went from in-person to taking it online quickly because she had to travel a lot. But then here's where a lot of people listening can relate she realized that she started to become really frustrated because she knew there was this very real limit to how many people she can teach working one-on-one with clients. When you're trading time for dollars, whether you're doing it online or in person, there's only so much money you can make because there is one of you. So she decided that she was going to create a digital course. Now, the challenge was she chose her launch date, something I encourage my students to do in my course. Like, let's choose a launch date, put it out there, make it so in the universe. She chose April 2020. 
Now, if you know anything about April 2020, (laughs) it wasn't our favorite month this year. The pandemic was alive and well. It was very new. So people were very confused, very freaked out. And that was her launch date. And she decided, Amy, I said I was going to do it. I'm very nervous to launch during a pandemic, but I know I've got to just keep moving forward. And she did. So again, she launched her digital course, Teaching English as a Second Language. She sold out in 14 hours, made $38,000. And that $38,000 is from students who paid in full. She's continuing to get money every single month from those who chose a payment plan. So essentially, she's made more than $38,000. So this is a story I think a lot of listeners can relate to, taking your one-on-one work, putting that process into a digital course so that you can serve people all over the world. I know, I know. Things are crazy and unpredictable, which is actually why now is the best time to start your email list. If you've been wishing you had a way to reach your clients, your paying customers and fans with important information at the click of a button and without having to worry about algorithms, then this is for you. Are you up for a challenge? I built out a free mini course with templates ready and tech taken care of that will lead you through a five-day workshop to take your list from zero to 250 subscribers. In a time where there's a lot of uncertainty, you can be directly speaking to your people via their inboxes and offering up your services, resources, and the support that they need right now. Can you commit just 4% of this week to getting yourself results and following through? That's literally one hour a day, Monday to Friday for one week to get big results. Are you ready? Sign up for free at listbuildchallenge.com. That's listbuildchallenge.com for my free email list building challenge. I'll see you on the inside. Fiverr's online marketplace connects businesses with freelancers offering hundreds of digital services, including graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing, and more. Whether you're launching your first business, scaling your current business, or in need of extra support to complete a project, Fiverr's global network of on-demand freelance talent is here to help. The way we work together seemingly changed overnight, and if there's one thing we've learned, it's having access to the right resources is essential for adapting your business. Find exactly what you need by service, deadline, price, seller, reviews, and more. No more guessing games. You'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront. No negotiating needed. I always turn to Fiverr for video needs. While my team can shoot and edit video, it would honestly slow us down because we are not the experts. Whenever I need an expert, expert in video, I outsource to a Fiverr freelancer so I can stick to the things that I'm actually an expert in. Check out Fiverr.com and receive 10% off your first order by using my code GOLDDIGGER. Find all the digital services you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com code GOLDDIGGER. Again, that's Fiverr.com code GOLDDIGGER. I can just imagine, I'm sure you can too, that a listener is thinking, okay, well, that's awesome. They all have this expertise. They're all experts. I bet none of those students would label themselves as an expert. They would just label themselves as knowledgeable, you know? Yes. I am so glad you brought this up. I genuinely believe, like if I'm thinking of Karina the farmer, I don't think she woke up and she's like, I am the expert of all experts of subscription boxes. I've got to create a course to change the world. Like that is not what my students are thinking and feeling, but you're right. They're like, listen, I know how to do this. 
other people can get value from this. I think the number mm-hmm. one driver of all of my students, there's like two things that come up. Number one, before anything else, they genuinely want to help people. They want yeah. to make an impact, whether it be locally with local farmers or on a more massive scale, like serving the world because you can take anybody from anywhere, but they want to help. Number two, yeah. I think all of my students would say financial security. During this time of total uncertainty, we have seen so many people lose their job. So many people sent home to work and realizing, do I even like the job I'm working in? And so many people not being able to do what they normally do in order to make a living. What has been so amazing, what I've been able to witness is my students are not hurting. My students are thriving because they have digital courses. So a pandemic doesn't stop. And if anything, there's no better time in this world, this history of creating digital courses than right now, because more and more people are willing and wanting to learn online. They're open-minded to the opportunity now because some of them don't even have another choice. And some of them have realized, wait, I like this online learning a whole lot more than having to travel for it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about wants right now because you and I have actually had a lot of discussions about this. And one of the things that we've been researching kind of together in tandem and just kind of understanding, especially when it comes to buyer habits and the ways that our customers are thinking right now, is that there is this need for essentialism this year. Like people are really taking a good hard look at what is considered essential, what is considered like investable, where does that make sense? And so walk me through a little bit about how that kind of shows up right now when people are making purchasing decisions and when people are selling. Okay. So there's been a lot of talk around people only spending money on what they need versus what they want. And I do believe that is very true when you look at the world as a whole. However, I have a very unique perspective looking in through the eyes of my students. I track successes with digital courses because it's my job. And when I see someone like Holly Ann Knight, who teaches quilting, she's a funny girl. She's in her 20s and she teaches quilting to baby boomers. And she said, who knew that quilting would become so popular during a quarantine? But what we're seeing is that people are also looking for something to light them up, to bring them joy during a very scary time. So what's interesting is I am seeing people buy out of necessity, but their necessity feels like I need to feel happy. I need to feel calm. I need to fuel my brain right now or do something with my hands or whatever it might be. So this word necessity has dramatically changed over the last few months. And so I've seen my students with hobbies that they teach turn into gold. Like one of my students, she teaches you how to take a lump of clay and turn it into your dishes and your bowls. Now, hear me out here. She taught her course during a pandemic where you couldn't even go to the store to get some of the supplies that you needed for her course. But $38,000 later, I don't know why it's the exact same number as my other story, Thirty-eight, no, $33,000 $33, later, 
She was able to fill up her course teaching people how to take clay and turn it into dishes. So the reason why I think courses like that are actually working right now is people are looking for joy during uncertainty. But at the same time, they're also looking for ways to have more security in their life, financial security, lifestyle security. So there's really this opportunity that I've never seen before. Yeah. I have to tell you a funny story, but I feel like lately I've just been thinking about digital courses so much because it's one, just changed my entire life, but two, we're gearing up for your launch of Digital Course Academy. But I feel like one of my superpowers lately is like looking at people and assessing like, okay, what could they teach a course in? Okay. This is your superpower. You you and I I have had these conversations before and I can't do what you're going to do right now. So you've got to do it. Okay. This is like a so, party trick that you have. I know. It really is. And it's so funny. So we have been quarantined up in the Northwoods and we literally have one neighbor. Like we share a driveway with one other person. We're on like 40 acres of land. We're in the middle of nowhere. And our neighbors are the best people in the world. Like they've become our best friends. We just kind of quarantine together. And so Simone is from Brazil. And so they were over the other day and she's teaching us Portuguese. Okay. So we're sitting in our kitchen. We have our babies. We're hanging out. And Drew's asking her, like, how do you say this in Portuguese? How do you say that? And I'm like, oh my gosh, Simone could totally make a course about learning Portuguese. Second thing, they run a super, super successful Airbnb. I'm like, no brainer make a course on running an Airbnb. They have it down to a system. Third thing, her husband, Andrew, is a sailor and he took Drew sailing. And I was like, oh my gosh, Drew was learning about sailing, all the terminology, what to do. I'm like, easy, course on sailing. (laughs) Then they caught a salmon. They're out fishing on a sailboat. They catch a fish teach somebody how to clean a salmon. Like, I mean, there's just like so many things. I'm like sitting here. I'm like, oh, okay, we're up to four courses now. (laughs) Then Drew is showing Andrew all the different ways you can wear your baby. So we have all of these baby (laughs) carriers, right? And Drew's like, okay, so you can do it forward facing. And then if you do it forward facing, you do it this way. And then you can do this one has back facing. I'm like, Drew could totally like rock a stay at home dad course. Like, activities to do with your children, ways to keep them occupied. I'm like, oh my gosh. He really could. Drew's very good at that. He is. And I'm like sitting here. And by the end of the night, I swear to you, I swear to you, I was like, I have 10 courses that the four (laughs) of us could create in quarantine (laughs) together. Like, it's just exceptional because the thing is, is that I could tell each person their gifts and be like, you could 1 million percent make this into a course and sell it online. And I think that there are a few objections that would pop into their head. First, how the heck do I do that? Like, it sounds so much more complicated and confusing. What would you say to that? Because you are the queen of simplifying step by step by step. And that's why Digital Course Academy is so incredible. But how many people, their first thought is like the tech? Oh, this one comes up a lot. So it's so funny because you know, when our parents tell that story of like back in my day, when I, I had to walk to school up <laughs> yes. both ways uphill, uphill both in ways. the snow. Yeah. So I feel like that when I tell this story, but back in my day, when I started 11 years ago, the technology was a joke. Like you had to yeah. be a programmer or a coder to figure out 
almost anything. I was literally so lost every single day because I'm not a techie kind of person. Yeah. Now I figured it out over the years. However, if you are starting out right now, you are so incredibly lucky. And I promise you this is true. The technology that you need to create a digital course and to launch it online has become so much more plug and play than ever yes. before. You don't need a yes. coder. You don't need a programmer. I use software and so does Jenna that we don't have to pay expensive experts to help us upload our course or help us do a webinar online. And yep. so you're starting out at a time when technology has gotten easier than ever. But let's just say you're still trying to figure it out and it doesn't feel easy to you. What I know for sure is one, in my course, I have literally a tech library. So I have a resident tech guy. His name is Dave. He has the most smooth patient voice ever. And I said, Dave, you walk them through click by yes. click by click. Yes. If I need somebody to use some technology to create their course, please slow down and walk them through it. So in my course, this is never something that stops people. But just in general, know that it doesn't have to become totally second nature to you, to you to figure this out. It is very figure outable if you just take a deep breath and just know you're not supposed to figure this out instantly. No one teaches us this in school. So Amen. that's what I would say to that. The other day I had this moment where I had my little microphone box, my microphone and my computer. And I looked over and I saw it all. And I was like, those are the things that I use to run a multi-million dollar company. That's it. Like exactly. literally it can be carried around in a box and it's a microphone and a laptop. And I'm like, this yeah. is insane. It's insane. Okay. And, it and I love insane. that you're still doing it that way yeah. where it's not yeah. like, this is where you started. Like, no, this is what yeah. I am doing. Yes. I don't have a set. I don't have a camera team. I, I have nothing. There's zero production value behind what we create besides like just the information. The second objection that I think my neighbors and my husband would give would be, well, how do I know like how to get other people results? And you walk people through this so well. Can you give us just a tiny spoiler about yes. how you set up curriculum? Okay. Yes, I will. So the first thing is you figure out, have you gotten results for yourself or for somebody else? A lot of my yep. students have gotten results for their customers or clients, and they use like a process or a system to do that. And so what I do is I start out with a post-it note exercise with all my students. And I say, okay, if you're going to get somebody results to XYZ, tell me all the things you've done to get those results. And it's like a brain flood on post-it notes. You got a post-it note and Sharpies and you're just writing everything that comes to mind and you're putting it on your wall or your mirror. And there's like no bad ideas here. Just like kind of throw it all up. From there, the next thing I have my students do is we start to organize, like, where is the possible roadmap? Maybe you don't know yet, but if you did know, I always tease them, if you did know, what might you do in terms of putting this in a some kind of a sequence so that you could teach it in the most succinct way? So we start kind of massaging it that way, moving things around. These are just a little hint of the first few steps. Notice yep. we've got post-it notes. We've got office supplies. I am obsessed with office supplies. We make you it are. fun, right? It's my favorite. Yes. So we make it fun in the beginning so that it doesn't feel so daunting. I think, Jenna, one of the things that you do really well, and you've always done this, is you do not complicate things. Like your no. mission is what's the simplest way I can do this so I'm not overwhelmed or stressed out. Yes. And so I think that you are a natural teacher in that. And definitely, I think why you and I align so much is I'm always looking for, let's just do this in the most simplest way. 
Yeah. And I love that too, because when we can create programs and tell people, you know, there is zero rabbit holes or anything, like we're not going into these wild explanations behind everything. We're just literally guiding you. It's like somebody holding your hand step by step by step. It just makes it so much more easy. The last thing that I want to say that I think people's objections are is that they're worried about investing in themselves. So let's Mm. say somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, I think I've got something. I think I could create a course. I need to learn all the steps to do this. Amy's program sounds awesome. Spoiler, it is. But I'm really afraid to invest in myself. What would you say? Is there a system for choosing what investments are right, when the timing is right, anything? Okay. So the first thing I'll say is that from a personal experience, I invested in my education to learn how to run an online business when I was still at my nine to five job. So when I was at my nine to five job and I knew I wanted to make this transition and go out on my own, I had no idea how I was going to make it happen, but I had this like knowing in me, I know there's something more. I know I meant to do my own thing. No idea what it was yet, but I wanted to create an online business. I invested in two courses. One was about Facebook. Facebook marketing and one was about video marketing. And this was 11 years ago and each of the courses were $1,000. So I invested $2,000 before I left my nine to five job. I did not tell anybody, not even my future husband at the time, who's now my husband. I was embarrassed because I had never taken a digital course. And I thought people are going to think I am crazy. I'm learning from someone I don't even know. And it's a digital course. So like, is this even going to work? But I knew that I had to invest in myself if I wanted to make this real. And you and I have talked about this before, Jenna. There's something about investing once And then the compounding of that where you can get results over and over again. So when you're choosing what you want to invest in, whether it be my program or something else, choose something that you can grow with, that you can actually get results, but then get results again and again, instead of flip-flopping to the next shiny thing. One of the things that I have put a really big focus on with my students is you create one digital course, and then I want you to launch it again and again and again. I have so many success stories of my students who have created one course, and then they launched it once, and then six months later, launched it again, and then six months later, launched it again. And each one of them, they've done bigger results every single time. This is how you don't reinvent the wheel. When I work for Tony, one of the things he always said is, Find a way to not always start from scratch. Don't always reinvent the wheel because it slows you down and you literally get lost in this entrepreneurial rabbit hole. So my motto is you create one digital course and you launch it over and over again, which is why investing in a program like mine, that is the compounding effect of it because you get results over and over and over again. Yes. I mean, I'm proof of it. I'm a student and I remember investing in, it was called the Profit Lab at the time. Yeah, back in the day. And I remember buying it while you were on the webinar. Like I literally ran out to the garage, got my wallet. And then you (laughs) said, welcome to Jenna on the webinar. I was like, oh my God, she said my name. It's so Um, funny. So funny. Just like you said, investing in knowledge. When I think about all the different investments that you can make, when you can say, okay, if I learn this one thing, Will it yield results more than once? And will those results 
be greater than the cost of the investment? And if you can say yes to both of those questions, it is a no brainer. I remember Amy back. I mean, this is probably back in like 2015, 2016. You had said on one of your podcasts, you were like, if somebody said to you, give me $10 at the start of your day and I'll give you $20 back at the end. Would you do that? And it was like, duh, of course. And I feel like online courses give you this tool to invest, learn this all once, and then you can continue on expanding and growing and evolving and fine tuning. It's just so exciting to me because I'm like, gosh, like knowledge, you have this knowledge forever which is something that no one can take away from you. If you think about when you were just talking about your partnership and you had that realization, I wish everyone could have that understanding and that confidence knowing I know things that will grow with me over time. That's where confidence comes in. In the beginning, it's like, I have courage to take this leap, invest in this course, do this thing. But once you start getting results, that courage turns to confidence and no one can ever take that confidence away. So I love that you set it up that way. It's totally true. All right. Before we close out, what's exciting you? 2020 has been a year, but (laughs) what is exciting you these days? What's going on over in your world that just kind of gets you excited to get out of bed? You know, I have been really excited by this energy around creating something new. And so what I mean by that is we have all gone through this pandemic together and each of us have dealt with it in different ways. But the theme I see in my world is that people are looking for something new, something more exciting, something that lights them up and gives them purpose. And they're examining their life. They're looking at their nine to five job or the clients they work with. And they're saying, this is the time. There's no better time than right now to shake things up during a world that feels really shaky. Like, let me take advantage of this. Let me create change in my own world. And I think that's why there's so much excitement around the possibility of creating digital courses. I'm excited to see people make some shifts. I'm excited for them to create the business and the life that they genuinely want. So that is literally getting me up every single morning. I'm so excited. Amy, thank you so much for coming back onto the Gold Digger podcast. I hope it felt like home to you coming back home over on the Gold Digger. But I'm so grateful for just our friendship and for all of your expertise and all that it's yielded over the years. Thank you so very much. I am loving being here. These are always such fun conversations. So thanks for having me. Oh, man. Amy Porterfield. She is incredible and it is just so fun that we get to have these conversations on air and just kind of talk about all of the things we've learned along the way, both as students and as educators. I still get a little fangirly when I think about all the ways that Amy has impacted my journey and taught me along the way. And I'm really, really grateful that even all these years ago, I saw the value in investing in learning how to move through things faster and with more confidence so that I can make a greater impact. I sincerely hope that you take advantage of all of Amy's teachings and trainings coming up. She only does them once a year and you better believe that I will forever be a student of hers and a success story. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. 
Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com.